My name is Saz Preston. I'm a wide receiver at the University of Alabama, and you're watching Fan View Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, Fan View Podcast. We're back in the building, G Sports. Back at it, man. Y'all already know what it is. I'm, like, I'm that boy, Fred. This is G Sports all over here. Listen, get subscribed, FanView Podcast, if you're on IG, FanView Podcast, if you're on YouTube, FanView Podcast, if you're on Facebook, it's still FanView Nola. If you're on Twitter, it's FanView Podcast, if you're on TikTok, G Sports. We back at it again, baby. Ticking and we talking. Ticking and talking. Ticking and talking. Got another special guest, baby. Y'all already know what it is. <laughs> Chaz Preston, wide receiver. Out of the University of Alabama. Roll Tide. <laughs> he in the building. Got my dog in the building, man. Oh, Chaz, bro, like, just just watching you over the years, man, and, and, and seeing your growth, not only yeah. as a football player, as a person, has, has been something to watch. And I know a big part of that is, you know, your two-parent household that you come from, Miss Laura and Mr. Sean. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, that goes unnoticed sometimes when you see a lot of athletes um, progressing in their life and elevating. You it know? goes unnoticed from our community. Right, <laughs> right, right. Keep it but, <laughs> but, you know, we like to start our podcast off, man, you know, talking about your journey. Yeah. Uh, I remember the first time I ever saw you play, y'all was playing East St. John Middle uh. at East St. John High School. You was playing for Napoleonville Middle. You was playing running back. Yeah. And uh, the first couple series I watched, I knew you was going to be a D1 talent. I didn't know what level, but I knew you were going to be a D1 talent. You were just different than a lot of those kids on the field, man. Right. But take us back, man. You know, um, talking about your journey, man, what got you into football, man, and, and, and got you to the level that you're at now playing for a prestigious university like the University of Alabama? So I started, like, I started playing football for at five years old. Like, like I said before we still got on live, me and my grandfather just talking about this. Some we was... I was just started playing radio football at five years old. And then what inspired me was my brother. You know, my brother started off. He played D-team for the Bayou Foods Raiders. And then it, then I seen the excitement that he that he was getting. I wanted to feel the same way. Right. right. So, you know, exactly. So, so when that started, man, it just... It just took off from there. I went from the Pointville, then transferred to St. James. Uh-huh. And then for St. James, I, you know, I had to keep the, the tradition going, you know, after my brother left his legacy. Yeah, went to Mississippi State. Yeah, and then after that, so when I so when I started doing that, man, you know, it just took off from there, too. I had got my first offer when, after my freshman year. Texas A&M, huh? Yes, sir. Damian Creed. Yes, sir. I remember. Man, it was That was crazy. I ain't yeah. going to lie, though. Wasn't it after, like, a... A seven on seven trial or something like that. I think I think so. Cause I you went so. crazy at the trial at St. James. I, I think yeah, I think so. You went yeah. crazy. I remember that. I was there. It was so random. Like I was not expecting that. If you could have told me like if I like knew that beforehand, I was gonna get. I would never knew I was gonna get that right. offer, right. especially an offer that big. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Starting that, that that kind of university. Yeah. Exactly. And them. I'm like, yeah. I thought I was gonna start like Southern Nichols, Nichols, yeah, yeah, yeah. right in the backyard. Yeah, and I'm deep off the bat, ninth grade. Yeah, I'm on. Know what I'm saying? You know, but well, and them out the like off the bat, like so. Coach, Coach Robert Valdez, that's that's at ground right now. Mm-hmm. Right, 
uh, he pulled me in. He called me out of class, pulled me, came, give me, uh, came, put me in his office. And he was like, and he called his number. He was, he was like, you know, trying to just messing with me at the yeah, time. Yeah, play mind games with you. Like I was in trouble or something. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I don't do nothing in school. Like I'm, I'm a good kid. Like right. I don't just like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he tried to mess with me and stuff like that. So he called his number, and then. Your boy came on the phone. Damn Started start yipping yapping, talking about, talking about, uh, yeah, I seen you around, I seen you at tryouts, and I seen you doing good things, uh, uh, this la- this past season. And, uh, I just want to let you know that you got a, you got a full-time offer at, uh, Texas A&M University. I said, what? what? <laughs> My mouth dropped. Yeah. My mouth dropped, like. Did your dad and your mom know already before you got the phone uh, call, or did you call him after? I won't. I think I think my dad knew. I, I think I must have. Yeah, he uh, I'm showing you because I think I want to say he he had a prior relationship with Damian Craig when he was at LSU. Yeah, yeah. Well, I knew for me <laughs> that, <laughs> that it was just new. Like it was right. Well, I didn't know. Like I was, I was happy. Yeah. Like oh my god, I'm like ain't no way. And them out the gate. Yeah. Oh, I was just I was just up. I ain't gonna lie. Did that was that the turning point? In your early in your high school career to make you say like, all right, yeah, this 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 is this time, like, yeah, I, like, this is time to lock I, in, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm motivated yeah. more than ever now, yeah, like once like like once that happened, like I knew like it was like you know like, I could do this and like I could make a living out of this, yeah, and like I knew that uh that football was gonna be the best thing for me for either because you was a hooper too, yeah, I know you man, was a hooper too now, I was just thinking about this like bro, man, my mama my mama was so. I don't want to say mad, but she was like, she she was just like, she didn't want you to give up basketball. She didn't want me to give up basketball. She didn't want me to give up basketball. My mom, my mom was the like the like the type of person that she wanted me to try everything. Right. She wanted me to play baseball. She wanted she wanted me to play basketball. Mm-hmm. I, but I was a basketball head before. Like yeah. I was right. football and basketball. I remember when you played with Tupelo Express. Exactly, I played Tupelo yeah. Express and, and Tupelo All Star. Yep. A little bit of All Star. Yep. yep. So. Man, and plus my mom and my and my grandmother, they thought I was gonna be a basketball player, but then like once that offer came, it was like, oh no, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> like it was. All, like, and that's how it usually happens. Like for a lot of kids, you know, that start off with the hoop dreams, but you start seeing success in football, it's like, right, but get the hoop dream. And right. I guess that's that's a lot of testament to the culture of Louisiana. Yeah, right? like if you just like. You may have ambitions of basketball, but you may not have that player that you can attach to or have that reference because it's not the culture. But when that football scholarships come and that D one scholarship come, you like, man, mama, you gotta put all your chips right. I gotta put my yeah. chips in this football, especially living down here in that culture. Because you know one thing, right. from the time of August to de- to December, it's on. <laughs> it's Friday night lights, right? For real, for real, right? But. I do want to talk to you about this, man. Um, talk about your recruiting process, man. Talk about the recruiting process that you had. Obviously, you get the offer from a and your freshman year. Mm-hmm. But, man, going into your senior year, talk about, you know, the things that you had to face, you know, make, trying to make a decision that was so important to you to get to the University of Alabama. Well, at the start of it, you know, as a as a teen, like, young teenager, mm-hmm. going, going to high school, you gonna like that's that's like that's like the hype around yeah, school, right? Yeah. And right. around your community, you right. get all notice. You know, you get the pat on the backs. You mm-hmm. get the you get you, people you start know, treating you a little yeah, different. treating you a little different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so exactly, but as of over time, that stuff started 
getting like overwhelming at, for me. Right. I can't tell. I can't talk for nobody else. But for me, I feel like I got a little bit tiring at like mm-hmm. at like the end. Right. So, all the phone calls. All, all the, the phone. Yeah. All the, the phone calls. Yeah. Like like one time. I ain't gonna say the school, but one one time I was just about to doze off on like one of the calls that I was on, and I was just like, and my dad and like we, when we got off, we was like, and I told my dad like that, this this is getting this is getting like too tired. Yeah, like but you know like but as it it was like it was exciting. I I think I just want to appreciate all the schools that had interested interested me before I had signed, you know, to Bama. But it was very fun. I ain't gonna lie. I went to, I took. You took all five of your official visits? No, I did. I don't want to say I only did two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bama, I mean, who else? Three, 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 three. I did three then. Uh, it was Bama, University, University of Texas, mm-hmm. and Southern uh, Southern Cal. You know, I, I that's why I thought you was going. I thought you was going to Texas. Texas? I thought Sarkeesian, because I remember uh, me and your mom, Miss Lord, man, uh, was talking about. When y'all went to Texas and how she hit it all with Coach Sarkeesian's wife. Uh-huh. And they just bonded and bonded, uh-huh. level. And she's like the team mom on the team. And, and and your mom just felt my mom is that type of mom. Yeah, she yeah. like she liked to be involved. Exactly, exactly. And you know your mom would be having an intuition. Mom was having an intuition. <laughs> exactly. right. I, I, right. I, I remember her saying she just felt like Texas was gonna be a great spot for you. And it's the universe of the Texas too. Yeah. Right. So exactly. My mom, she like my mom when I was a... Uh, when I was at St. James, she was the Booster Club president. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, and I think, I think at Bama, see, my mom, she's yep. involved with stuff. I yep. think she's the team mom at Bama. Yep. Yep. <laughs> they probably got a nice yeah. little group chat. Exactly. <laughs> Organizing everything for the tail. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what she Your dad on the pots. Your dad on the pots. Exactly. Well, he, bought that, he, bought that, he bought that food. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. every time, bro. Every time I'm at home, he always I always see the post on Twitter with him posting pictures of his food and stuff like that. Didn't your dad had a catering business at one time? Huh? He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He was a bar crawfish for for schools and mm-hmm. you know for local parties and stuff like that. I used to be there with him. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he said like once you and Sean D got into college, he wanted to kind of like shut it down so you had a time to be able to get to y'all games and and, and give y'all. It's all, you know what I mean? But I do want to talk about this, Shaz, man. Uh, A lot of kids, man, when they start getting recruited early in high school, bro, it could be a gift and a curse. Right. I didn't see a lot of kids get recruited early and get the hype early, and then by the time they seen you come, they, they, don't, they don't pan out. They kind of, you know, underachieve. Not only that, bro, you come from a, a, a fantastic two-parent home, man, and I, and I know I'm, I might be a little biased because I know your mom and your dad personally, but... You know, growing up in a household where your dad's a principal, a, a, a real estate, has his own real estate company, your mom's a chemist. I mean, they they got so many, di- they had a daycare one time. <laughs> they got so many different things they're doing in life to be successful for you and your brother Sean D to look up to, right? Right. Then, your dad was a football coach. Right. And he played college ball. Right. You got a brother that, that signed with Mississippi State coming out of high school that you had to look up to. Then you had a, a, a real prestigious program like St. James who stays putting out the D1 athletes. Right. Mm-hmm. Man, talk about living up to the bill, bro, with all those different successful stories that you had to look up to coming in when you came into high school. And, you know, I just I just play, I just just did what I did best, you know, just 
balled out. Like I've been on to do. You know, like you said, my my parents they they put in me like the work ethic. Mm -hmm. You know, the praise. You know, and you know I just had to just do it. Mm -hmm. Do what I do best. Not get the big head. Not get too cocky. Mm -hmm. Just just do what I do best. So, it, it, it never, but you never got to the point where I like, never got to the point that I was like worried or like yeah. nervous. It's too hard. It's too nah, because I knew that I had it in me. I don't want mom and my dad, never, and my brother, to, to be disappointed in me. I never, never had that. So I just knew I, I never had that quit in me. So I always had that dog in me. So just even, even when times get hard, I think about what my, what my dad used to put in me and stuff like mm -hmm. that. That who, that who made sacrifices for our families right. for us to be where we are today. Facts. So that's why I go back to whenever times get hard, you know, at school, at St. James, or even at school at Bama. So, I mean, there's, there's nothing I could go wrong with. Right. Because a lot of people, when you chose Bama, because let's be honest, we in LSU territory. You're right, yeah. Right? When you chose, and I remember me and you talking about this, um, when you announced it at school on ESPN, yeah, you know, I know that was a hell of a moment for you and your family in that St. James community. But, oh, uh, a lot of people questioned, yes, the decision for you to go to University of Alabama. Mm -hmm. Why? You know, first of all, you're in LSU territory. That's number one. But number two, Nick Saban, bro. Like, you know, we you hear the stories about Saban, how hard he is as a coach, hard nosed, right. and how tough it is at Bama. And right. you know, a lot of kids um get overwhelmed when they get there. Right. So. For you to choose Alabama and and go there with that with that mind frame, like man, I know what my daddy instilled in me. I watched my brother come up. I came from a, a program like St. James where nothing was given to me. Right? Did all that play a factor into you being able to say, man, I know I could go to Bama and go through that process and be able to be successful? It did, most most definitely did. So the reason why I went to Bama, I don't think nobody ever know like this, but I wanted to be different. Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted to be different. I don't like being the average type. I wanted a challenge. I always wanted to be a challenge. Because cause it, it always started out when I transferred transferred to St. James. Mm -hmm. That was a big deal. When I, exactly. A lot of all my like friends. That. Exactly. All my friends that I grew up with in, pre, in middle school, I mean, preschool, you know, in middle school, I got to go somewhere else and, you know, build the other relationship. Right. Like I said, like I had, I had another challenge. I don't know what I'm getting myself into. <laughs> but you see what you see what the outcome was. Right. So I'm saying it's like you know maybe I need another challenge since I come this one. Maybe I need to make my my name known known in some other territory, right. unknown place. Right. And then another thing was I knew they had something bigger than Louisiana. I just wanted to see a big like another side of the world. Gotcha. Than than Louisiana. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with LSU. I, Get right, my hats off that too. But I just wanted to see. I just wanted to experience something different. You know what I'm saying? And the thing with Nick Saban, Nick Saban, he's you know he's a like he's like he's for the children, like he's for us, like he's right. for the kids. Like he won't, he'll give you um any amount of chances, you know, to you know to regroup yourself mm -hmm. or you know get back in the, get back into your normal self and you know if you need somebody to talk to you could go talk to them you know like i remember i'll never forget this the the thing that nick said did for me man my grandmother had my great-grandmother had passed away i remember that he he flew like he took i like he flew me out had to uh that next day to come to catch my grandmother's funeral and it was bigger know, than ball. It, right. It's bigger than ball was saving. And he flew me out and flew me back in time and just in time for the game. In time for the game for the home game. 
I never like I never forget that moment. Like I never think a coach would do that, you know, for me to you know catch my grand my great grandma's funeral and have have me back in time to you know suit him right. for a game. Right. So I mean, for Nick Saban just to do that, man, it says a lot. And you know he can he doesn't do that for me. He do that for the whole team. Right. He's open arm. He is. He's even though people think he's you know he's mad. He's not like he's, he's just, that way with the media. Cause exactly. Exactly. He has to be a. a Persona. A persona, a character. He has to be right. a certain way with the media. But I think with the kids, I think, yeah, obviously, you know, playing at the university about and the standard of the guys that came through there and won the national championships, a lot of these guys have been previous first-round picks. But I just think that he's a little different with the kids than he is with the media. I think there's two different Knicks that you get. I think that the, 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 the coach you get, the kids who are in the locker room, I think they get a different coach than – the, the media gets right when he goes to talk to the media. I think that he realized that's a whole different job. I think that not every coach can really juggle those two mm-hmm. different mindsets, right? But he's one of the few, like, even if I, I had to look at Coach K or Tom Izzo or something like that, you know, just giving other different coaches, even though they pick different sports, they can juggle the both of the hats. Not mm-hmm. every coach, and it, that's not easy, bro. It's, no, it's not easy. That's man. not easy. Seeing what Smitty did, Devontae Smith, right? Seeing what he did, choosing Alabama over. LSU yeah. and going there and thrive. Exactly. Was that uh like the 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 icing on the cake? Like man, he left the state and went to Alabama and was a guy and was successful. I could be the next one in line to do it too. You know, it play it did play a part. You know, uh, like, it was an example for you, it, right? It it did play a part. But I seen not just Smitty. I seen like I said, Christian Harris. Right. I seen Christian. I seen Slade Bowden. For, for, uh, for Darian Mathis. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I've seen all Louisiana natives that, you know, left their territory and mm-hmm. made their name uh, pop somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. Eddie Lacy. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a good bit of them. It's a good bit of them. But the, uh, Landon Smith, Collins. Landon Collins, another one. Yeah. And that was a big deal when he chose. Boy, I'm over at Boy, ESPN. Yeah. But I used Smith. Right. 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 But I use Smitty because I know y'all in that same ring. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that, that was more relatable for you to see. It was. And it was recent. Yeah. And he just caught the game-winning touchdown in the national championship. What, that was like two years prior before you came out? Or a year? Something it was like two, that. It was two, two years. years. Something like that. Years. Yeah. It was two years. Yeah. But your dad your dad did an episode with us, man. And Hell of an episode, by the way. Hell of an episode, by the way. And your dad always talked about you being a perseverer and an overcomer, man. That's how he describes you. And he said one of the reasons why they get your you chose Alabama. You know, Shad's going. Oh, he's an overcomer, man. Mm-hmm. He's a persevere. He's he looks forward to the challenges right. that is faced in front of him. He knew. He talked about man when when your older brother was coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little different. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He said it's a little different. I kind of had to, you know, do. I had to show him a little something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To try to get him to go this way. Yeah, so he was a wild card. But he said, well, you know, with Shaz, man, Shaz different, man. Shaz just, you know, you put him in a situation, man, he's, they like the challenge. He loves to overcome. He's a persevere, man. Talk about, you know, your dad describing you in that kind of way, man. Like, You know, man, my, uh, you know, me and my dad, we got more, we got a, like a more of like a friendship type of relationship mm-hmm. now. But mm-hmm. growing up, you know, like you said, with Sean, I learned, I learned, see me, I'm the type of person, if you tell me that stove hot, I ain't going to touch it. Sean, he going to touch so, it. So, well, my brother... He gonna touch it, so I, that's how that's how I grew up, you know. And you know when learning I learning from his mistakes, exactly learning from mistakes, and you know I just grew up that. But now me and my dad, we got a tight relationship. So you know he calls me constantly, 
with after every practice I do, after almost every day, seeing like how I am in a room, like what am I doing each and every day to get better, and you know like how do I build or what I've off the day that you know. All right, nah. That mental health. Mental health. Right. That mental health. Nah, I'm about mess. That's what I do. You about what? I'm about mess. Oh, it's okay. trouble. <laughs> Listen, man. Let's just let's get down to the get down. College football's around the corner. The season's getting ready to start. We got about what, 45 days, give or take. We're not that far away. This is probably one of the first times I probably say in the first maybe 15 years since Saban has been there that Alabama, roster wise. Mm-hmm. Don't have the familiar names. Right. From the quarterback position, mm-hmm. from the receiver position, the running back position, O-line and D-line, secondary linebacker, you name it. It's an unfamiliar roster. Whole but new team. Whole new team. Ain't no more Heisman trophies over here. Right. <laughs> right. Um, talk about the challenge y'all talking about in that locker room that you guys – what is the pressure like? Because obviously there's a prestige at Alabama where it's out of national championship or nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was not looking at it, but you guys mm-hmm. are in this locker room with unfamiliar names. None of these guys are, are what people regarded as all Americans or Heisman Trophy candidates. What's that locker room like this going into the season? We all got a chip on our shoulder, all of us. Because mm-hmm. most disrespectful that we – not no, not no knockoff to the Sugar Bowl, but we wasn't supposed to be. That wasn't what we right. was facing last right. year. So, without Bryce, without Will, you know, like you said, it's a new team. It's a new team. So, it's open, and we all got a chip on our shoulders. So, we all got a point to prove, and that's our thing. We all got a, we all got a point to prove this season. So, even though that people don't know who we are, that that's good. Mm-hmm. That means that we all got... You know, we got to go get it. Mm-hmm. You know, we all got to make a statement that, you know, even though without the uh, Bryce, without Will, mm-hmm. we still bam, we still you bam. Still bam. Right. You still bam. So that's, that's why I, I think this season going to be about that. You know, that we're here to, to take a stand that, you know, mm-hmm. that we're going to be bam regardless of what, you know, that without the high name, high class name people. Mm-hmm. So that we always going to be dope. That like people saying like that we gonna have a tough year, nah. Like people like like how you just saying yeah. Like how you saying we don't know like y- like you don't really know nobody, nobody. But but people don't know we got some dogs. Yeah, <laughs> we got some killers that people that that people don't know. But when this season starts, people will know yeah. and people will be back on the train. Yeah. So that's why I said we got some dogs and we just got a point to prove to everybody. I think what happened last season. Um, because let's be real, if Alabama is not competing for a national championship, it, it, it's, it's a downhill. Right. It's a it is, year. it is. So the average program in the, in the country, y'all only year last year was a hell of a year. Correct. Right. You know what I mean? And I think what happened last year, and when you when you look at SEC Media Day, and oh man, everybody picking <laughs> yeah LSU, LSU. You know what I mean? And they, everybody talking about Alabama gonna finish second or third. Man, all you doing is giving saving. Bullet to ball material. Add a fuel to the fire. Right. We, we just sent back just yeah, watch. Exactly. And it goes exactly. To trying to say that you don't have that, like, you don't have the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, let's, just go, let's just take what the signatures had. But prior to that, man, you had Devontae Lee, Jerry Judy, uh, 
Najee Harris on that offense. I mean, Tua talk of a lore. I mean, you start thinking about uh, Henry Ruggs, Jalen Watt, just some of the names that used to – if you just think about the past 15 years, man, whether the Alabama was a national championship contender or not, you had names. You had brand recognitionable players. And when you look at this team, no respect to your guys, we're just as the as fans and at the public. No, actually, who who that? We don't. We're not familiar with the group. Yeah, we're just not familiar with that group. We don't know who the quarterback is. We don't know who the running backs are. <laughs> you know, we know they got you. Some people, some people are familiar with Jacory Brooks. Uh, some people are not. Um, and it's like, well, who? Burton came back, huh? Yeah, he did. Yeah, Burton yeah, came back. Yeah, Harold the one left. Yeah, he left. Howard yeah. left. Burton came back. Oh, you still got with Kobe. Um, Kobe Prentice. Kobe Prentice. Isaiah Bond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got Kendrick Law. Mm-hmm. Malik Benson. The Juco. Yep. The big Juco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he gonna put he gonna put a lot of people on notice. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like the room deep. Like we deep. Like we deep. <laughs> That's, but like you said, people don't know him. But right. we really deep, and we got a lot of fire in the room. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And, and and one thing you know about a Nick Saban coach team. They're gonna be the most disciplined, the most prepared. Right. Scheme wise, you ain't gonna. It's typically you. Saban is not gonna get out schemed. You know what I mean? And if people think that just because they don't have a Heisman, a Heisman Trophy candidate, yeah, right now on their roster, you're sadly mistaken if you think <laughs> when these people come rolling in in week one and throughout the season that they we're not gonna see Bama like we've been seeing in the past. Just now, with all that being said. I do think the the real reason why people are questioning Bama is because of the quarterback situation. You're right. right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, you know, with Miro and uh, uh, Ty Simpson, Tyler Ty Simpson. Yeah, with Simpson. Simpson. You know what I'm saying? And and from the, from my sources, they're saying it's coming down to Miro and Simpson. And I think what Saban's going to end up doing, I it think Simpson, I think Simpson's going to get majority of the snaps, but he's going to have packages for Miro because Miro is one of those quarterbacks you got to have some packages for him. Cause he he might be I think he's the fastest person on the team, huh? <laughs> he one one. Yeah, of if, them. if he not, he's one of them, <laughs> yeah. right? And when you got a dynamic athlete like that, you gotta put him in position and give him at least, put the ball in his hand at least eight to ten times a game. I think Saban gonna do a good job of it, and he's gonna have he's gonna figure a way to to make that quarterback room thrive. Not just that, this season, you got a new OC in Tommy Reese, right? Mm-hmm. Um, young kid, so mm-hmm. you know, sad. So you got a young from Notre Dame, Notre Dame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. played in Notre Dame, so and he brought a, and he brought his quarterback from Notre Dame mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. three. So Still. so it's you, you got the unfamiliarity, but I I do want to give props um to your receiver coach. I've been talking about him a little bit in your podcast, man. Um, which is Holden Wiggins. 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 Man, I I think this guy is probably one of the most underrated receiver coaches in the game. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about the amount of receivers that went, recently went first round, mm-hmm. Devontae Smith, Henry Ruggs, Jalen Waddle. Jerry Judy, uh, Jamison Wait- uh, Williamson, who transferred from Ohio State. Mm-hmm. These former first-round picks. Mm-hmm. Talk about being in a room with him. Because that's a lot of time you spend your time with your position right. coach. Right. Talk about being in that room with him and how he's getting you guys to understand the task at hand mm-hmm. of how to become somebody of this caliber coming out of this universe. Because there's expectations of, you know, a, a Alabama receiver, yeah. an Alabama running back. You know, not we're not just talking about getting to that shit, but just expectations of you being a dominant football player. Talk about being in the room, the conversations y'all having with him. You know, you know, Coach Wade, he is really a down to earth type of coach. You know, he do, he's he's another part of the reason why that you know, with my great grandma passing, you know, he helped me with that too. Mm-hmm. But you know, he's just like one of us. 
he wanna he's like he still got that young mindset, mm-hmm. you know, still won't be in a circle with the guys and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So he understandable. Exactly. Yeah. So he so he want, so he likes to like hang around us a lot. But you know, man, he has a lot of knowledge, like you said. He he put a lot of people in the league, you know. Yeah. And he has a and he just he's he's patient, you know, and he like he know how to like he know how to coach his his room, right? He know how certain people act, yep. with, and he know how people react to certain mm-hmm. to certain words that he say and stuff like that. But you know, he real down to earth, dude, man. You know, and he just he just he just look out for you whatever way he can. Just I'm so like I, I was supposed to be uh at his house today later on, but I told him I'm gonna be I was gonna be out of town. But mm-hmm. you know, he do, he'll do stuff like that, you know, bonding and stuff like yeah, that. Have y'all but you know, stuff, yeah. But nah, but just with the plays wise, you know, man, he'll he'll meet with you individually, you know, go go through it with you and you know, man, if you have any questions, man, you can hit him any time of the day, you know, he'll just go he'll just walk it down with you. So I mean, even even when practice, man, you know he'll tell you like what you like what you gotta work on and what you could do at the practice, and you know like what like stuff that can help you with your game. Like mm-hmm. you know he just he's just a very blunt dude. He just I think he's extremely underrated to me. He's he's reminded me of a lot of Curtis Johnson when he was at Miami. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of the, the the guys that's that that's coming out of that program, like mine are like like. This may be a little bit before your time, but you're talking about the Reggie Waynes and the Santana Mosses, the mm-hmm. Andre Johnson, the guys that he was just pumping out, you know, what Curtis was doing. I, to me, he had that same kind of effect of guys when they come into the University of Alabama. It's just like, man, you know, you look at the offense, I'm looking at, man, who coaching them guys? <laughs> right. <laughs> who coaching them? I don't care about the university. Somebody got to be putting the dudes in. Right. And it just ain't happening because of the University of Alabama. Right. No, 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 no. Somebody got to be putting the work into these guys. And I'm saying to myself, man, he's not getting the amount of credit publicly. I know it's a Nick Saban program, so Nick Saban will get all the praise and the glory. Right. But I'm also looking at him as the position coach. And I'm saying to myself, man, Coach Wiggs is, is – is. but like I said, coming to this year group, it's a lot of question marks in terms of you guys. You guys you guys are not getting the, the reputation brand like the LSU receiver. Mm-hmm. Right. They getting the reputation or like the Ohio State receiving group. They mm-hmm. they coming into college football this year, you know, with the star studded receiving Ohio State, like a Marvin Harrison Jr. You get like an LSU group with neighbors, Kyron Lacey. Right. You know, and, and the other guys they got there. You guys are kind of like that. What Bama group gonna do? But I'm gonna get the receiver because like it's not matter if. Exactly. 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 Because the battle win. Because right now, I ain't gonna lie. He putting in some overtime. He putting some overtime with us. He motivated. Exactly. Like he he, a challenge. That's what I'm saying. So like, if he like if he passed this challenge, you know, right? Like you said, everybody in the room gets like people start getting noticed. Yeah. So I'm saying, so he gonna start getting more praise. Right. Right. I do want to tap into this man. Uh. Everybody that know me know I'm very passionate about where I'm from, the Tri-Paris area, man. Mm. Uh, Chaz, man, talk about over the last six, seven years, bro, we've been pumping a lot of D1 talent out of that Tri-Paris. Right. Um, You know, when you talk about somebody like yourself who was 13 overall on ESPN, right? You talk about somebody like Mason Smith Mm. was the number one overall player in the country, Mm. right? You talk about Ja'Kai Douglas. You talk about Jalen Lucas. You talk about Chavez Brown. You talk about Demarcus Mitchell, who's in the NFL right now. Meek mm-hmm. Robinson, who's in the NFL right now. Uh, Cedric Williams, who went to Ellender. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope I, I know I'm forgetting some people, but uh, your brother, 
Sean D, right? Um, when you see how the landscape of the talent that's coming out that tribe Paris area, man, where you from, man? We was born and raised, man, that typical area, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about how that makes you feel, man, to see that that we're that our area that area is starting to get noticed for the talent because it always had it, but it seems like now you know with guys like yourself paving the way. Right. It's, it's putting a lot of these colleges on notice. You know, man, I, I think it's just growth. Growth for real that, you know, that that us, that all the all the people that, you know, went D1 mm-hmm. and, you know, that had earned four scholarships and, and motivated the youth yeah. beneath us. Right. And, you know, that 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 they see our work ethic and the stuff that we that we go through to get to where we are now, I I feel like that we pulled into them without mm-hmm. even saying a word. Really? Because they're watching everything you it, do. Exactly. And I think it just motivates them even more that, you know, I want to be like him. But if somebody out the tribe parents come to me talking to have a conversation, I don't want you to be like me. I want you to be better than me. Right. Hold but on. but even though but after all that being said done that I think we just being I think we just growing and I think we're going in the right direction. You know, cause G, you know, man, you know, in the tribe pattern, it's you know, it's hard, man. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's yeah. hard, man. You know, with violence, you know, mm-hmm. you don't know what type of household you in, man. Right. You gotta make a lot of sacrifices. Everybody not in the same predicament as everybody right. else. So you man, you gotta li- you gotta live a different way that your partner live. So I mean, you just gotta make it. You just gotta make the right decisions, and you know, you just gotta, you just gotta grow up a little fast. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. So I mean, but I, I really think we're going in the right direction. I really think that you know, the tribe pair is gonna be, she is already on the map. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Hot bed. So like, like you said, I they just said an article about Savon Reed. You know, mm-hmm. he's doing big things at yep. Auburn. Yep. Yep. But like. They, Typical natives, like yeah. That. So like, you know, just us coming together, you know, and that we just coming up as as a group, as a unit, yeah. And putting us on the map, yep. you know, it just means that you know that anything possible, mm-hmm. anything possible for you know for us and for the kids, and you know that you know that we not that we just got that we got something more to live for. Mm-hmm. It give know. it give kids something to look forward exactly. to. Exactly, look forward to. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, and I think about people like your daddy, man, uh, who has so many relationships, mm-hmm. right? And I think people don't understand how that's an important piece. You know, anybody that's watching this podcast, you might be from a small town up north <laughs> or in the going middle going of nowhere, right? You gonna... if, if if you can get out and rub elbows and, and meet people and treat people the right way like your dad has done, like Ernest Harvey was a big-time trainer down our area, Turk, Camula. Camula. You know what I mean? People like that who has relationships, I think that plays an important piece in whatever area you're in to help with kids getting noticed and getting exposure and getting recruited because it's a relationship business. Because for, for people that don't understand what I mean by that, right, when these college coaches fly into Louisiana, they're flying into MSY, yep. New Orleans, yep. right? right. And, they're, and they're trying to go New Orleans, Baton Rouge, right? They're not really trying to drive an hour to the bayou. That's out of the way. That's out of the way. That's out of the way. And, and 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 it's been like that for years, but things are changing. Now they're saying, you know what? When I get, I, I'm going to tap all New Orleans. Yep. Then I'm going to make yeah. that, that highway drive. Highway 20. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to make that, that highway drive to the Toronto Paris. Uh-huh. Go make my stops in that area because I know they got kids down there I got, now. I got to catch the first. Right. Then I'll take. <laughs> 
Then I hit the back way through the Poyerville, hit the Sunshine Bridge, and go to Baton Rouge, right? right? And that it wasn't like that years ago, but now you're starting to see. And, and I think that, you know, like I just said, people like yourself and the guys I name, and I hope, I know I forgot a, a bevy of other kids. Oh, yeah, I think you right? But Dontavian Moore was coming like that? Dontavian Moore, another one, who was playing for the 49ers right now. You know what I mean? Uh, I think now... You know, college coaches understand we got to go down there to that trial period already because they got kids down there. Yeah, you got to come shop down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got to yeah. come shop. Gotta I, come I, shop. I, I, yeah. If you don't come add, to me, if you're a college football coach right now, I'm just putting it out there. If you can't put the trial parish on your court, I can't help you. Right. Skipping out. I, I, I can't out. help you. Right. Because right now, when you start looking at guys like Jalen Lucas, what he's doing in the Big Ten, Ja'Kai Dickler, what he's doing in the ACC, what you're doing in the SEC, I mean, what Mason Smith's doing at LSU. I mean, when you start thinking about the Tribe Parish, I mean, think about what the meat did for conference. Mm-hmm. When you, dog, you got to Three-time All-American. Three-time you got to go add that to the court. And, and, and it's not about them becoming what y'all became. It's about an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Because it's one of the things I noticed about just being, if you part of Southern Louisiana, where I consider Tri-Parish part of the Southern Louisiana part, man, the level of resiliency mm-hmm. that comes out of this part of the Southern part of the state. I would say mm-hmm. Baton Rouge on down. That, that's no disrespect to Lafayette, Lake Charles, and no one North. I have nothing to disrespect about those areas. But something about these areas, because we are affected by these storms a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. And so our level of resiliency is much higher than a lot of people. And so we kind of take that with us everywhere we go. Like, that dog, that mentality of, man, I've been through a lot, man. You ain't been through. You've been through every little. Add fuel to the fire. Add fuel to the fire. Like, Like, I got to get out. Like, I got to do something. I got to get out of here. I got to do something for my family. Like, because speaking of that, like, you're seeing you when the hurricane hit. Yeah. Y'all, y'all didn't even have y'all helmets. No, we didn't even have helmets. Yeah, we had the borrow. We had to borrow helmets for from somebody else. I remember that for about a good two games, and it was then white helmets. Exactly. <laughs> we, Man, y'all we, had, we had some white helmets, and they and they smacked the em, the emblem inside the helmet. Man, y'all look that was about, that was it. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Like, uh, and I'm not saying that other parts of the of the United States don't have a level of resiliency. I'm not saying y'all don't have problems. I'm not saying none of that stuff. I'm just not. I'm not disregarding. Because every area has their own thing. Right. Right? But, man, when you come from Southeast Louisiana, it's just that level. It's that resiliency that you take with you. Right. And it's, it's, it's hard. It's infectious. It's one of those things where, man, when you go to another state, like for yourself, and you would decide to go to Alabama, man, all that go with you. Yeah. Right? And it's yeah, like, you man, why you a dog? Man, you don't know. Man, y'all don't know. But y'all about to find out. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know, y'all about to find out. I just had a coach hit me the other, the other day. Uh, he just got a, a coaching opportunity. He said, gee, listen, I got to get some kids from the boot, man. I got to get some kids from that southern Louisiana area, bro. Like, they just different, bro. They like, different. everywhere I've been, they be wired different. They bring a, a certain type of energy, energy a certain type bro. of uh-huh. uh, infectious, uh, infectious personality to the building. I need that. I need that. You know what I'm saying? He was just telling me that the other day. And it just go back to what y'all saying. You know, it's, it's different though. You know, especially like where I'm from, bro. It's a lot of poverty going poverty, on. A lot of right. poverty. A lot of poverty going on. But it does bring me to my next question, which is Chaz. Uh, especially in that typical area um, where, where a lot of your friends came from where you played park ball at and, and things like that. Um, man, so many kids uh are going on the wrong path. Right and and making bad decisions and um it, it's so many kids I know man that that, that came through the tribe Paris bro, prefer, preferably in that typical area, um 
that didn't even make it to their junior year in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Great athletes. Great athletes, right? Um, how were your mom and your dad able to to separate you, you know, from bringing around the wrong crowd, man, and making those bad decisions? Well, um, you, well, you was going to be able to put yourself in a situation like you ought to be. Like, so what my dad tells me is, you know, you got to surround yourself by people that's going to make you great. That's mm-hmm. going to that's gonna keep, that's like, that you're going to, like, separate yourself from. Mm-hmm. So, he tell like he tells me a lot that always watch for who you, who you hang around with and like you know anybody can bring your representation down yeah and you know that uh that you got a lot to lose than anybody else but grateful for me I got my my circle my friend group you know they always lift me up and I lift them up so like like my like what you said my dad he likes to give back and stuff like that that's my part of, that's what I like to do. I like to give back I like to give back to people that uh to you know. That, uh, that to bring up with me, yeah, and then you know I I meet people that that's higher than me. I won't come up to them, right? So that's why I'm saying. So you got people, you got meet people that's up up to echelon. These that so right. you can reach their potential. Right. So that's what my dad told me to surround myself with. So I think my circle and my friend group that you know I, you know I gotta you know bring myself up to their stance. But that's not easy, bro. Especially right. in this day and age. Like right. I know a lot of kids who who come from great households, right? Right. And they still decide to go. That the way. wrong way and hang with the wrong crowd and do things they shouldn't be doing. Like you, you said it like it was so easy, but I know it wasn't. You're right. It wasn't. You know, because there are some things I wanted to do with some people that you know look cool and want. Right. You know, like made me probably accept me with some old friends and this side. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I got I had a strong mindset that you know like I can't do this and I can't do the certain things that certain people do and you know that. I got something bigger to accomplish, mm-hmm. and I got something bigger in store. So I mean, I just feel, I just see like all like the like the effect, like the that's the effect if I do this. So right. I see like so I see like what like the outcome will be if I do that. So I, I mean, I just stay away from that, and you know, I just build like I just stay and you know keep my distance. Keep your distance. It, it it and it brings me to man. Uh, and I'm not going to say his name, but I'm pretty sure you, you might know who I'm talking about. You got a kid from the Thibodeau area, man. Uh, I was just talking to him a couple of weeks ago, him and his daddy, because they did some type of event in Thibodeau. I forgot the name of the event, but it was basically, you know, like bringing awareness to um, gun violence and uh, keeping kids off the streets. Um, mm. and, and this particular kid, man, he's he's paralyzed because uh, he got shot in, in, in his area mm-hmm. a couple yeah. of years ago, bro. And, and this kid... Was a baller. A baller, bro. Baller. I'm coming baller. He going into he would be going into his senior. I'm about to say, I seen him when he was in middle school. Yes. Yes, bro. Yeah, but, Basketball and football. But hang so, But like I said, hang around the wrong crowd. Yeah. You know, you gotta just you gotta just know when to when to just walk away. Mm-hmm. Or when you just gotta tell your friend, all right, man, I'm, I'm out. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. You know and and you know, I was talking to him in it. And he was just telling me, like, man, gee, like, if I could go back two years ago, I'd, I'd do everything differently now. Because he's seeing people in our area who we played with, and he's seeing them, like, getting offers and going to college and stuff like that. And it's, and it's, and it's putting them in a dark place. And, I, and, I, and what my, my advice to him was, you know, you can't go back. Can't change the past. What you could do. What you could do now, now is... You got you to program your mind to write a new story. And poor... Pour back into the kids that's coming up. Tell them, tell them the mistakes that you made, right? Bring awareness to what happened, and see if you can shine light on that and help 
the rest of the kids that's coming up in this area. Right. And you might not, you can't save them all, but if you could save four or five of them, right. man, you didn't dig guys' work. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's one of those things that he got to program their mind to write a new story. Right. And it's it's not easy. It's going to be a path. It's going to be a journey. Because, no. Especially when you're in your youth because you still have your life ahead of you. Exactly. It's different maybe if you're at an older period age to kind of pour back because you kind of feel like you're older and you kind of feel like you lived that moment in time. But when you still like you in that when you're in that time and you feel like you still want to live, but now you've been asked to write a different chapter in your life, man, that's gonna be very difficult for them to do because they feel like they still got living to do. And then to top it off, he was a sports fanatic. Yes. Oh, that makes it just easy. and just not him, just not doing that anymore. Yes. You in know that, in that way. Oh, right. killing. Right, but you know, like you said, you gotta, you gotta you, write a new story. You gotta write a new story, and like what you could do to build off that. Like, right, you can't be stuck in the moment. Yeah, and that's what I try to tell some the people that I went to school with that you can't be. I don't like. I don't want you to be stuck here. Right. I don't, what you what you could do from now right now that's gonna build that's gonna build you up. Right. That's right. either you just going to school just to just to go to school. And that's why I tell people. That's why I tell when I go back to St. James. That's why I tell like the the players and then the people at school at St. James Theater. Man, just go to school. Just go to school. Like you, you don't know who you're gonna meet. What you gonna see? Like, there's more than just St. James. There's more than just Tilda. There's more than just Homer. Like, you know, just go out and go see like the the world. Like, there's more to it. And like, you don't know what could happen. You don't know if your if your life could go could go up. You don't know if you can find make a business or you you know what I'm saying. I have no idea. I have hey, no idea. To piggyback off what you're saying. We probably wouldn't be doing this fan view podcast if I didn't go to Southeastern and meet free. See what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> Like, that's how we met. I didn't grow up free. We met. We met. You know what I mean? And built, and built a relationship. Exactly. And we had a common interest in sports. And we were very passionate about it. Let's start a podcast. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? So, it it, it, it it's piggybacking exactly off what you're saying right now. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's just crazy. It's crazy because what at, at Bama, it's the same It's the same way. Like, I'd be, like. I'd I know be, you'd meet some prominent people out right? in Tuscaloosa, boy. Because, like, you go walk. You go walk. Clean past a million dollar person, you won't even know. Exactly. But you gotta just, you gotta have the right approach. Right. You gotta have the right approach. But man, I talked to so many people. Man, I talked to somebody that somebody somebody uh, it was a some dude and his daddy. He part on a puma. See what I'm saying? Would he never know? Exactly. So just a simple conversation off of just. It would just uh, like what like uh what the professor said just a while ago, and that's how the conversation started. You know what I'm saying? He talking about, hey, do I play football? Did that? And then that's how it started. That's Part crazy. owner of Puma. Come on. Crazy. And because when you go to college, you meeting people from all, all over the, the world. world. Like, even though I went to a smaller school at Southeastern, bro, I met, we met people from California. California right. Oh, yeah. students. Yeah. Like, we met all, all kind of people, bro. Oh, and yeah. the relationships that I built in college. I was a really with a foreign exchange student. <laughs> right. I built so many relationships in college, and not to say you know, is is to use anybody, but I've benefited in so many different ways from the from the relationships I I, I built when I was in college, bro. And 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 that's on a smaller scale. That's all easy. So I can only imagine and when you had a school like Alabama, Alabama you know, it, it's probably the scale probably ten times larger. Right, and then you know, Tuscaloosa is just it's small, but it got a lot of. It's, it's an SEC school. A lot of money. What? A lot of money. I see a, I see a lot going like now so. I do want to bring this up. Because you're at Tesco, you got a season coming up. Right. What are your expectations for yourself as a as, as a receiver? Right. How now, do you see cause this 
this is my position. I'm a fanatic when it comes to this thing, right? Mm-hmm. That second season, I know it's your true, but it's your freshman year, right? Right. But it's still a second season, right? Right. For a lot of players that play your position, doesn't mean they can't go uh, day one at a pro player or, or day two or nothing like that. But that second season is their highlight year. Right. That's the year that they put a lot of people and put the everybody in college football, put the media and everyone else on notice about, you know, who they, if they don't have the freshman they're talking about, they typically do it at their second year. Mm-hmm. What are your expectations for you this year? Man, I'm just, I'm I'm so hungry and ready to get back on the field. It's a shame. Yeah. Man, like, I'm just eager to get back on the field because I got a lot on my plate that, <laughs> that I just need to eat. Right. Right there, man. <laughs> like, but, nah, like, this year, man, I, like, I just need to, like, I just need to get off the ground. Like, I just, I just this is my, like, this, this is my breakout year. I promise you that. Like, this is, like, I like I sat like I did my time, you know, last year, you know, I seen the ropes and this, that, and the third. But this year, this is my like this is my year. I'm coming and taking it all. And I'm coming full throttle. Right. Ain't, ain't letting off the gas, no nothing. So it's gonna start off at fall camp and then the ball gonna start rolling in. You know, y'all the first to hear it because I ain't never said this. Right. I ain't never said this right. like, out loud, but you know, right. it's, it's it's about to go down with one eight. So right. I'm saying, so. right? Oh, uh, you know, I was talking to your dad about Sean's D's process and and a little bit about your process and what the times that we're living in, right? Mm-hmm. With the transfer portal, mm-hmm. yeah, people are dipping out yeah. left and right. Soon as soon as some adversity hit. As soon as things don't go they, the, the, the way they want it to go early on. They got the rollerblades on. They, they, they dripping out, right? Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I asked you that. I'm like, you know, y'all ever considered leaving Mississippi State with Sean D? It's like, no. It was like, it was a conversation that, that we yeah, had. had a, don't get me wrong. Mother said, yeah. We had a conversation about it, but mm-hmm. he said, I, 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 my advice to my son was to stick it out and, and figure it out. And, you know, we even talked about you a little bit. And he made a good point, bro. If you go back and look at John Michi, uh, uh, Jameson Williamson, uh, who else was on that in that in that class with them? It was three of them. Slade, who? Slade. Yeah, but it was. I'm talking about they got drafted. Got drafted. Uh, oh, uh, who was the third one? I know Michi got drafted in the third round to the Texans. I know Williamson went to the first round to the Lions. Mm-hmm. Who was the first? I can't believe I'm having a brain fart like this. It was yeah. three of them. But my point is. When you go back and look at their career at Bama, right? They had one good year. One year. One year. One year. One good year. One good year. One good year. And 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 you, that's what your dad was telling me. You know, Mr. Sean was saying, he was like, gee, everybody path different. Everybody process different. He was like, all it takes is one year. One year. One year. He was like, you 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 ball out one year, you in a good you in a good a good position to make yourself a draft pick. Yep. So he said, "We, you know, me, 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 and Sean D, and me and Shaz, we not getting caught up with what everybody else doing and and, and and trying to get that overnight success. Right. We gonna go through this process, and we gonna figure it out. Now, every some circumstances are different. Different. Yeah. You know, sometimes it, it are it is some certain situations where kids do need to get in the transfer. Yeah, point. they got yeah. a head coach that's been fired. Position. Yeah, you know, got that recruited you and brought you in. Yeah, it, it'd be a case where you know. Yeah, what? every situation is different, but." You know, as it pertains to you and Sean D, Mr. Sean was big on saying, we're not just about to up and leave just because right, things didn't go our way the first year. 
We gon' we gon' we gon' figure this thing out, and we gonna do whatever we whatever it takes on our end, what we can control to to get the be the, to be the best version of ourselves. And I think what you saying, what you just said, it lets me know that your mindset is, is in the right place, and you understand that. Look, some people come in as a true freshman and ball out, right? Right. Everybody's situation different. And you might feel some type of way because you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, you know, I felt some type of way. Yeah. But you know, man, that, that, that feels real fire. And my and my dad and my parents, you know, they kept me cool. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, they always checked in on me, my, my mentor. Yep. You know, they got my mentor right. You know, we had to start from ground one. What what we need to work on for uh, this off season? Right. And let's build all that. So right after the, like, rather the two weeks after the, soup, after the Sugar Bowl, we got we got right. We went start training and stuff like that. And we just start building all that. And now I feel so. Now I feel ready than ever. Mm-hmm. Right. So now I'm I feel like myself. Right. Two thousand six nineteen. Facts. Think about this, right? Facts. Were you there for um for spring your freshman year? I wasn't. I came in. I came in summer. Uh, you went early, early. No. Oh, why I thought you was an early enrollee? Think mm-hmm. about that, right? A lot of kids may have confidence. They may get an early enrollee. They may go have some fall camp. They feel like they're ahead. No, you had a whole season now. You kind of have, you may be a little more comfortable. Right. I, I, than, <laughs> than you were as a true freshman. Now, some people are going to come in as a true freshman. It's, listen, that, that's their role. Right. That's their path, right? Mm-hmm. But not everybody role has to be that. Some of the kids that, that, that were first-round picks that came out of Alabama, what, didn't come in with studs freshman year. Najee Harris is a, a first-round pick for the Pittsburgh that He did not play <laughs> freshman year in Alabama with all them facts that he came there with. Kamara ain't play. Kamara didn't play. Kamara transferred. Kamara <laughs> didn't play. He won the high transfer. So, I mean, when you start thinking. Landon Collins. I remember when Landon Collins came into Alabama. Everybody thought he was going to start as a true freshman. Everybody. I thought he was going to start as a true freshman. You know, number one safety in the country, I think he was like number eight overall. He was an Under Armour All-American. All he did was special teams. Man, when I, but what I say about me not playing as much, even though he, when you come out as a, a hot topic out of mm-hmm. high school, I think that kind of humbles you. Mm-hmm. And I think that humbled me. You know, even after the season, I look back and I'm like, man, this stuff really humbled me and it made me more hungrier. So nah, that's and that's and that's what Coach Wiggs said. Coach yeah. Wiggs, Coach Wiggs told me said maybe this year was just like maybe just to add fuel to your fire. Yeah. So I'm, I so I took that and I ran with him. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Damn, hungry. Facts. Facts. <laughs> Facts. And I think so too. And I tell this to a lot of kids that I mentor. Sometimes when you're going through that, when you do hit your breakthrough and you and you start seeing some success, it makes it make you appreciate it more. Not right, that, you know right. what I'm saying? Make you appreciate like I work so the hard. journey. Like I work so hard for this, you know. And you fit like you feel like you. you know and I think that even that that I think what happens is when you go through those adversities, and like, but you got to have the athletic ability too. Is what I'm saying. Right. But when you get kind of humble and you really, really work hard and you really put the work in, I think you're just gonna be hard to stop. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna be hard to stop because now you're looking at like because you don't want to go back. You ain't trying right. to go back. Cause you know that feeling. You know that feeling of man. man I know I do it. <laughs> I was there. I had to come in here, humble myself, pay the dude. Not because you did anything wrong, but just, that's just your freshman year. Now you have to go in there, put more work in, get your body. Boy, y'all not ready. <laughs> I'm about to say because boy, I was just thinking about this boy. My first touchdown, boy. But Saban, you got to tell me something because boy, I'm cut <laughs> up so bad. He just like that touchdown gonna mean 
Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Like, you don't yeah. know, like... Yeah. All this stuff that's been bothering me. What? The stuff that I've been having to hold in, like, yeah. boy, I'm going to let this show. Long as your car's no penny. <laughs> hey, talk, hey, reflect back on the moment when you and your brother was on the field at the same time and ESPN caught it and it was, it went, the whole thing went viral on social media, man. Viral. Talk about that moment. Man, like, so I got in for, you know, a couple of minutes left in the game. You know, I had ran the little route and I met him over there. So he didn't know you was in the game. He didn't. I could tell. He didn't. didn't. So like, I ain't gonna say what I said. To right. I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm gonna say the PG thirteen, like right. the thirteen version. Right. I said, what I said. I said, I said, what's up, little boy? <laughs> <laughs> and then he turned around. And then he turned around. And then he got all excited and stuff like that. But I ain't gonna say what I really you said. Right. right. That moment there. And I'm not being facetious because you own the pocket. I'm really not, bro. I truthfully am not saying this. This is because you're here. When I saw that clip, I was like, that's one of my highlights of college football. Yeah. It was one of my highlights of college football. Just to see Sean, to see Shaz, and like, oh, yeah. yeah. It was like a brotherly moment of yeah. like, wow. Like, I know we talk about stats. We talk about wins and losses. We talk about players' abilities. We talk about all that. But that moment right there was like my moment of like, that's another. That's another reason of college football. Everybody was talking about it on social media. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was. I was really thrilled of the like, hey man, that's 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 what that's about. You, you know, know that all the hard work that you know me and my brother put into you know I showed my parents a lot of appreciation that you know that you know that we that we that you know, be doing this uh-huh. for y'all too that appreciate for y'all you know okay. that like, know. in that little moment right there, it wasn't about Bama versus Mississippi. That was a State. Preston moment. That was yes, a Preston moment. Yes. And it was just like, dog. And for them to get the, they got the clip right. And I was just like, wow. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's a moment that, of, of all the 2022 college football, there's a lot of clips that people going to remember. You can't leave that one out. No doubt. Uh, <laughs> your dad always talk about when he was growing up, he had all of the things he needed, but he didn't have a whole lot of things that he wanted that, you know, they didn't grow up um, in the best situation. Right. And, uh, you know, that motivated him to, when you know, when he met your mom and y- they started having you and Sean D, that they wanted to give y'all the best life that they could, right. better than, than, you know, how he grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, talk about, because he said, I know he always talks about how he reminds y'all of how he grew up. Mm-hmm. You know, talk about how that how that motivates you, bro, um, to, to be highly successful. You know, and not just in the game, but game of football, but in life. You know, just me being grateful. You know, just me and my brother being grateful for what we have, and you know, just you know, embracing it and not taking everything for granted. You know, uh, you know, because we we didn't have the latest lifestyle. Right. We could have been in a different, yeah, a whole different lifestyle. So just us being appreciative of what we got and what in the and blessed to be in the position that we in. You know, we just got we just got to embrace it and you know take advantage of what our people then store to us to, to you know. For us to be successful in life, you know, like you said, man, my mom, man, my mom is a warrior. My dad is a warrior. You know, man, they went through some stuff. Yeah, bro. For, you know, for us to be where we at today. Yes. I mean, a lot of sacrifice. Right. A lot of sacrifice, man. Talking about camps, talking about basketball games, you know, just, and they just. Money. Under, yeah. A lot of money. Just being, un, you know, just, you know, just taking care of us, man. Just, just to put us in the position that we is right now. You know, man, it was just a like that moment right there. That's all. That was all that was. Right. All that, all the stuff that they stored us. You know, that all that was for us to just meet head on. But just, but this year, 
No, me for real. <laughs> you know, this is gonna be for real. I know, you know it. I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that because uh, I, I I find sometimes, you know, at your age, some kids don't appreciate right. how blessed they are. Sometimes, right, right. You think you kind of think like, man, it's supposed to be like that. Nah. Johnny down the street ain't living like that. Ain't living like that. <laughs> ain't living like so uh, to hear you say that. And, and I could tell that you have a real appreciation to, for what your mom and your dad did, sacrificing all through the years for you and your brother, bro. Um, you know, that says a lot about you because a lot of kids, I know a lot of kids that's in some blessed situations and they they are not appreciative and they don't understand all the things that their mom and their, and their parents did for them growing up. I know. My kids. I be ready to give them a Stone Cold Stunner every now and then. <laughs> back, back. <laughs> Tripping. Yeah, 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 yeah. But before we go, man, we got to do Shaz's favorites, man. Shaz's favorites. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Favorite football player of all time, Michael Vick. <laughs> Atlanta Vic or V Tech Vic or Eagles Vic? Atlanta. Yeah, it gotta be Atlanta. Gotta ATL. Be Atlanta. Gotta be Atlanta. Atlanta Vic. Favorite NBA player or favorite basketball player of all time? Hmm. Uh. Is either Le, LeBron or Kyrie? Okay. Kyrie Irving. Okay. Yeah. What, Kyrie. What's the attraction to Kyrie Irving? He's smooth with it. He's too smooth. Oh, them handles too tight, bro. <laughs> them handles too tight, but he just make you say ooh. Right. Every every game just ooh just. No argument when it comes to the handles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can't what? Oh man, he can hit you with the with the euro come yeah. back with the other ones. Oh lord, man. That was saying. How you want it? How what you want to do? What you want to do? So, uh, favorite movie of all time. I'm an action type of guy, so let me see. That John Wick was hard though. It's a good one. I was mad when he died. <laughs> they ain't had to kill him. Nah, they ain't had to do my dude like that. They had to kill him. But nah, I'll say that wick for sure. That nah, wick, all right. That wick for sure. Favorite sneaker of all time? Sneaker? No. The pan lovers? Huh? Pan lovers or? It's the 11th? We know it's Jordan, but what number? Uh, the, the, yeah, these and, probably, and I'll probably, yeah, these, these and I'll do the dunks. Gotcha, gotcha. See, cause at first I really wasn't a Jordan. Like I ain't had, I ain't get my first pair of Jordans for real until I was like, see you. What? What you was wearing? I was just wearing straight Nikes. Like she Nikes. <laughs> yeah, like you know, like you know, dunks and stuff like that. You gotcha. know, I'm just... not gonna lie. Listen, I gave my son a pair of Jordans at seven years old for Christmas. Ran through them. They don't appreciate them. Ne- never doing it. Again. I just started. My son just made thirteen in January. I, I just started like getting him like exclusive shoes. Probably over the last four five months, cause now I'm starting to see he, he he take care of his shoes now. He appreciate them now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, bro, I'm not about to go buy you no G's and you <laughs> gonna just go outside and break them. No, no, yeah, no, no. Three weeks later, brother, I was frustrated. <laughs> yeah. Three weeks. I mean, I mean, shoe. Yeah, brother, shoe carnival it is. Yeah. Bro, I tried to get my daddy some shoes, man. Never again. He cut grass on them. Man, walk in the back of him. Man, he man he'll. We bought this man some off-white Nikes. Man, off... You know how expensive... Yeah. yeah. Man, I'm talking about shoelaces tied, like, pulled up to everlasting grace. <laughs> and, and then... And then got the nerve to walk in the back of him. Talking about his feet hurt. 
Man, me and my mama, my mama was, even my mama was mad. That's how you know that it was real. You disrespected him. I'm like, bro, what you doing? I'm like, I'm not buying you not another pair of shoes uh, ever again. Oh, but, nah, I got I got to get my dog, Mr. Sean, right, man. Yeah, but, oh, but man. nah, that's what I used to wear, though. I used to wear, like, I used to wear dunks and off-white shoes and, you know. Favorite coach of all time, no matter what level, that made the most impact on you? Oh, 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 man. Oh, boy, they're going to hate me for this one. But I'm going to say, I'm going to say Coach Val. Coach Val Des? Yeah, we got some funny, we got some, we had some battles. Oh, boy, we had some battles, boy. But uh, I'll say Coach Val. You know, I'll share this story with with uh with Coach Val. Um, uh, one day, one day at practice, man, we was I think it was summer practice. We had just helmets on, man. And so my nose at the time like was like was you know when I get overheated, my nose get bleed. start bleeding and stuff like that. And I don't think he know that, man. That dude was messing with me one time. He raised my helmet up like like the chin like the, mm-hmm. and it hit my nose, bro. And he hit it. Man, my stuff started being ball walked off the field. <laughs> but I, was, I said, I, I went off and said, da 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 What grade you was in? I think I was, I want to say, I want to say, I was a junior. I was a junior, yeah. I was a junior. So then, so then I, I went off and I was like, da 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 Yeah, I walked off. Oh, I thought, what's it? He started, he started coming back. Nah, I don't hear that. I'm in the locker room. I'm in the locker room. He sent he sent my buddy my crowd birds on and just come check on him. Mm-hmm. I said, man, no, I'm done for the day, son. So then he came. So then he came in here. And then you know he came came apologize and stuff like that. He told me how you know how the season gonna be and stuff like that. But man, at the time, boy, was well, I was heated, boy. I was heated. <laughs> but nah, but nah, Coach Val, man, Coach Val taught me some a lot. Of, that's the that's the funniest coach I ever been around. The funniest coach, just him, just him in game, out game, on the field, off the field, straight up dude, man, very straight up dude. And y'all was able to share a state championship together too, right, man, right, yeah. right, man. But we, we, even though when we bump, when we do bump heads, you know, you know, it's all, it's all, it's all love. Man, at the end yeah. of the day, man, yeah, it's all love. Even though he, he been keeping up with me since he been at Grambling, yeah, yeah, and even before, even I'm, I'm talking about literally. I'm talking about yeah. Well, him yeah. and your daddy, him and your daddy got up. Yeah, go way back from there. Yeah, because you know? what we because what we used to play for literally his house was like literally down the street. So like he'll come check in, like some stuff. So then and that's crazy how I came full circle. Ex- connection, that's crazy. <laughs> Relationships, exactly. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Toughest DB you ever went against. I'm gonna say this. When coming like coming up and hot, he he gonna know he gonna know it. He gonna laugh when he say this too. Uh, greet events, bro. Oh, you like the second person or third person that said it? Greet events on his podcast. What? But he, I ain't gonna lie, he woke me up, boy. Cause one day at camp, one one day at, uh, a little high school camp, I'm a come and be a sophomore. Well, he got in my chest bad, boy. He got in my chest one, one time bad. Then he made a post about me. He did? Yeah, boy. I, I wasn't feeling that. I wasn't feeling that. I wasn't feeling that, boy. Woke me up quick. Woke me up quick. So I said, I said, all right, I got something for him. So we came back again. So I met up with him again at a camp. We went at it, boy. But nah, he he, he the one that woke me up talking about, boy, uh, 
you know, to say that this stuff real. Like, yeah, man, stuff, yeah. It's about to get serious right yeah, now. Yeah, greedy. So. Uh, Jamie is a technician, bro. Nah, yeah. we cool. We cool though, not though. All that stuff of the side. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he, y'all compete. We talk about it though. We always laugh and giggle about it whenever we meet up with each other. But it's all love with me and with me and Jamie, man. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, wherever we meet up and work out, have a workout session. But you know, man. Yeah, he's he, doing good things too. Yeah, he led, he led, he led on Florida State in interceptions this past year. Yeah. But he, 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 he's de- he's definitely trending in the right direction. But yeah, after oh. that, it ain't, it ain't really nobody else though. Oh. Favorite place to visit, if you have, or favorite place that you want to visit, like in in the it country. Don't matter in the country, out the country, it don't matter. I always said that I wanted to go to Brazil. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, just South America, just to see like I heard they Mardi Gras crease. Exactly, I heard they Mardi Gras exactly. crease in Brazil. Exactly, but. You know, in, to the bucket list. <laughs> but uh, in state, I probably man, I never been to New York before. We all cool. I yeah. never. never see the statue, man. Go 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 visit those little boroughs. I man. never. I, I always wanted to see like what it like what it it's was. Cool. You'll like it. I heard Queens, it. I heard it's fast. Pace. Harlem, it is. Queens, Harlem. I got lost a couple times in New York oh, on, on the train. Oh lord. You know what I'm saying? Cause like when you hop off, you gotta hop, you gotta hop on so many different ones to get to oh, when you're yeah. trying to get there, and it's like. Bro, it be moving fast, and I just keep me in the main part, man. <laughs> just keep me in the main. Yeah, part. cause you ain't really driving in New York. You know what I'm saying, like, it's all on feet. It's all on feet. It's all on feet. Better get your met- better get your metro pass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Favorite celebrity crush? Zendaya. Who? Zendaya. Zendaya. Who is that? Who is that? Y'all know Zendaya? No. Oh my. God, man. Oh, God. Oh, who is this? Who is this? Man, Zendaya, that's the... Get out of here. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yo. Oh, hey, yeah, back. back. She, on, she on Spider-Man. Yo. Oh, man. Man, real talk, man. What's she? I'm about, to, I'm about to... Oh, hold on, hold on. You mean the movie? Like, like, I ain't talking about the animated movie. It's about like the action movie. Yeah. The, like the newer one, like the homecoming one. You tough. She is. <laughs> she is. She was a hip How she look, Fred? How she look? Yeah, bet. All right. <laughs> yeah. What you? She not attractive. She attractive. She okay. Let me see. Okay. Where well, you got a seal, bro? Like, the beauty. She regular, too. Like, she ain't on, she not Instagram famous. No, that's a picture. I'm about to say, yeah, that's, that's not a picture. picture. She's probably, that's not a probably picture. Like, I mean, some beauty. I'm about to say. Yeah. I'm about to say. Make sure we're looking at the same person. Right? Yeah, she is beautiful. She's a beautiful girl. She's definitely beautiful. Definitely beautiful. Man, I probably got in trouble with that, man. Nah, nah, man. Celebrity crush. <laughs> nah. Celebrity crush, man. I got one. Celebrity crush. <laughs> I'm, I'm an older man with one. What? Mine still been a sense since I was a kid. Mine still Maya. Maya who? Both. Maya, the singer. The singer. Oh. Before your time, but what you mean? You better get. Ashanti, 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 Ashanti. You you see what she was at Eleven Hubbard? Hey. Ashanti look like she like twenty five years old right now, dog. No, she do not look her age, bro. Unless she turned back to his time. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I, listen, listen, listen. She she's still stunning, man. No doubt. She's still stunning. No like, doubt. I, I, I take nothing from that. Like, like see, mine been Maya for a long time. She still look. Maya still look good, too. Be tough. Be tough. Man, it was good to have my dog Shaz pressing in the building today, man, on the podcast. Uh, 
man, just like I like I said earlier, man, early on in this podcast, uh, just watching you from middle school to high school and college and seeing the growth, dog, is is unbelievable, man. Big big time credit to to Miss Laura and Mister Sean on how they raised you and your brother, dog. Uh, you know, that's not that's very uncommon to have two brothers playing at two SEC schools like that. Like that's that's you don't see that. And coming from both parents. Coming from both very parents. That's very uncommon, dog. And and you know, I know what what brings us together sometimes is the game of football or whatever particular sport that, that a kid is playing, but mm-hmm. y'all are even better people, man. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that's why y'all seeing so much success in y'all life. And I know the sky's the limit for y'all, man. Keep doing your thing. Keep elevating, dog. You know I'm gonna be Definitely in the building in Tuscaloosa when LSU touched down this year. Well, I'm already nine. I'm in the I'm building. I'm in the building. You know, you know, you know they're going to throw down. Yeah, so yeah. You know. I'm going to make sure your daddy give me some crawfish and <laughs> some jambalaya. Make sure I get all that. Yeah, listen, they got a lot of, you know, spots on Alabama season, man. That's just going to be like, listen. It's going to be a big testament, man. Y'all open with Texas? No, they open with Middle Tennessee State. Yeah, Middle Tennessee. Then Texas. Then Texas. But Texas coming to y'all this year. Texas yeah. come to y'all this shit. Then after that, y'all go to South Florida. I think it's South, South Florida. Florida. South Florida. Then after that, conference play, baby. Uh-huh. I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting this season to see how Alabama unshakes because this is one of the first times I think since Saban's been there where obviously in his first couple of years, they didn't have these expectations. But this is going to be one of the fewest times where, you know, after producing all these, having all these players come through Tuscaloosa, that he has a very young, um, new group that has a lot of, Things they have to prove is not just to the to the university or uh, to the to the people who follow them to the right. fan base, but to themselves. This is one of the few times I say, man, the players on this team got to prove a lot to themselves. This is not about living up to oh, Julio man. Jones or the Devontae Smiths or the the Mari Coopers in your position or the running backs that came through this here, the old linemen that's kind of been drafted first round, some of the D linemen or the defensive players that come through there. This is a time for Alabama players to prove a lot to Alabama. Players, not play. just the players, though the coaches too. Like, yeah. Everybody, everybody on the team, everybody as a unit has a chip on this. So everybody motivated. Yep. So I'm looking forward to seeing it, man. Just don't get me in my Wolverines. Until <laughs> 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 y'all play the Wolverines, y'all play the Wolverines. Hey, man, it is what it is. <laughs> I hope you do it individually well. Yeah, right. That's what I usually get when I'm down here anyway. You know, I'm. They be like, I'll be rooting for you, boy. If y'all, when y'all play LSU, I'm rooting for you. But I'm not an LSU good. fan. I'm a, I'm a Michigan good. fan. It's all good, though. Michigan fan. Team. Yeah, I don't, I don't root against them. Against them. Like, I love the players that come out of that. I love a lot of – I love the program. I love what it means to the state of Louisiana because, you know, this is where I'm from and I love it. But in terms of it, I'm a college football fan. I'm University of Michigan fan. Me too, Michigan. They play Michigan. They forget them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who rings it up? Yeah. You know? But, man, listen, thanks for everybody to tune into the FanView Podcast. Listen, again, don't forget to subscribe to FanView Podcast if you're on YouTube. It's FanView Podcast if you're on IG. It's FanView Podcast if you're on Facebook. It's FanView Podcast. On Twitter, FanView Nola. And on TikTok, FanView Podcast. Don't forget to follow G Sports. You know it. Y'all don't know what it is. I can't help you if you're underneath the rock. You got phone devices. We all got social media now. Click that like button. Subscribe. Comment. Share. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. And let's give big shots out and support the New Orleans Star Network for, for sponsoring the FanView Podcast. Each and every episode, man, we appreciate the people in the building who are giving us big shots out and producing this podcast each and every time. We look at we, gee, we can't stop. 
We ain't stopping, man. We ain't stopping. We ain't stopping, man. Man, make sure y'all subscribe to that G Sports page. I'm at 22.9 thousand subscribers, man. I'm trying to get to 25K by 2024, man. Help me out. Help a brother out. <laughs> Give it to that man, next year, man. That's speaking to his sisters, man. It ain't hard to hit the like button and hit that notification bell. That way you guys get notified the 25K, every time that we get live, baby. Y'all already know what it is. It's Fan V Podcast. G Sports signing out, man. Ball game. Yeah, it is. They got to elevate, baby. It's that boy Fred, host of FanView Podcast. Tune in to the NOTN app weekdays, 3.30, for the FanView Podcast. Go to NewOrleansTalkNetwork.com to watch more episodes of FanView Podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and watch. Step Construction is here for you with a brand new offer. We now provide affordable storage sheds. Stop wasting your money on overpriced storage units and portable containers. Step Construction can provide you with a custom shed that will fit your budget and storage needs. So contact Step Construction today at 504-340-5809 for your own personal quote. Let us help you take the next step at Step Construction.